0: Iowa Everywhere. Chris Williams. Chris Chris Hassel.
1: Two guys named Chris. (laughs) Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery.
0: From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere.
1: Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work.
0: Good morning. It is July the 3rd, the day before the best holiday of the year. It's basically a holiday.
2: Best of the holiday of the year, huh? Oh, I love the 4th of July. You're really laying into that uh, American pride. I love it. It's it, you so can't, great. The 4th is great. It, you can't say it's better than Thanksgiving or Christmas, in my mind. Yeah, because I mean, you're selfish. You want presents. Cause I, I want those gifts, Yeah. I, what's great about the Fourth of I've July? I'm always is that working it's, on
0: Thanksgiving, so I don't.
2: Yeah, that's true, count and that. it, it's right in the middle of well, right in the heart of the end of the season, rivalry week in college football. The Fourth of July comes at a time where there's really nothing else going on, and for you guys, it's actually nice outside. But for us South Floridians, it's every bit as nice on Thanksgiving and Christmas as it is on the Fourth of July.
0: Yeah. But on the 4th of July, everybody is out with their shirts off in their driveway, shooting off explosives, drinking beer for hours at a time.
2: That's one of the reasons why the 4th of July is not in my top two.
0: Oh, F off. I hate
2: homemade, (laughs) home-exploded Fireworks, and so oh, does my dog. Listen to Screw See you. You, you mention fireworks, and my dog just goes nuts.
0: Screw you! Hey, part a. Hey, hey, if your kids are listening, if you're driving somewhere, earmuffs right now. Okay, I'm giving you one, two, three. Screw you, you little bitch.
2: I, I'm. I, I like big fireworks. You know, you go downtown you know i'm growing up in muskatoon we'd go down to the riverfront they'd blow off the fireworks off of a boat in the middle of the mississippi i like that that's fine but you assholes that just light off fireworks for like a week straight at 10 11 midnight
0: we're celebrating our country no you're not yes we are that's not what you're doing we have american pride you're being Unlike gicks. you, over Independence Day, the you know the bulk of the holiday, you're hanging out in Greece. I tell you in what, shithole. Ah, uh, Greece is on the
2: very top of my list. I did uh, not expect it. It was. I didn't think anything would top Italy. We went there in 2019. <clears throat> I've also been to France, and I've been to you know, the the BVI's, the Bahamas. Uh, Jamaica, uh, Mexico—you know some of those places down there. Greece is hands down the best.
0: Now it looked really cool following along
2: with we your trip. Spent a lot of money. I mean, we spent a lot of money, and I think that probably went into it. We had incredible amenities and accommodations. I'm now broke. I have to now. I have to turn. You can't in call the me pool. an elitist. They're
0: going to. They're coming and
2: they're repoling my pool as we speak.
0: What are you standing in front of right there? What is that? If you're watching, well, that's on the, the Parthenon. Is that where they had the Olympics?
2: <laughs> that is in the Acropolis, which is uh, it's it's an, it's amazing because it's on this mountain that overlooks the city of Athens, and you hike up there and just these ancient ruins from thousands of years ago it's incredible
0: boy that's but, just what we don't get here in this country is that history you, you realize how you know like relatively new how the young our States country is, is compared yeah. to man I, I've then, never been to Europe but I've been to Mexico I've been I've done the you know everything in Mexico I've been to the Bahamas I've been to Jamaica and like there's just so much more history in every other country not, not that we don't have our own history it's just we're so young like you were saying like and then you do that and you bounce across the pond like you did and i i can't even imagine what it would be like to walk through the coliseum in rome and that you know that type mm-hmm. of stuff like it's, it's freaking like i'm glad you got to pool? experience it man that's great is
1: your own pool out your hotel yes
0: that was uh in our hotel room
2: in that was mykonos so we went to three spots athens which is on the mainland mykonos is one of the islands in the cyclades the cyclades you guys would like that mm. And then we went. That that Santorini right there, which yeah. um, awesome. Mykonos is like a like a party. It reminds me of like South Beach, Miami, that area as far as the vibe. And then Santorini is like laid back. You're not going. To, you know, you're not staying up till two three a.m. Uh, you're having nice dinners. You're relaxed. That was the nicest place I've ever stayed. The place we went to in Santorini. It was so nice that my. Hotel neighbor, just on the other side, was Sean McVay, Rams head coach.
0: Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I was
2: very fortunate.
0: Um, so you see Sean so he was McVay. All my money. So you have you have your run in with Dr. Oz, which we we documented very well here on the program. You,
2: uh, yeah, unfortunately, I never. I was really hoping to run into him again. Because I would I would have talked to him. I, I wanted you to know. Apologize. I, I, I would have said like, like I, I would have said not like sorry I did it, but hey, sorry I'm the asshole that uh, kind of out yeah, you there. I got you. But it,
0: we'll hear more about it, that. It was Hold a on.
2: joke. Okay.
0: You 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 breeze past Sean McVay being your neighbor. We got to yeah. hit that before we tackle this Oz thing. So like. When I go on vacation, you know, I'm at the Ozarks and I'm unloading the van, you know, getting all the kids stuff out the, and you see another fat, overweight dad doing the same thing. How do you just randomly bump into Sean McVeigh on vacation? He was, uh, he was at one of the
2: pools. We saw him and, uh, but he looked good. He, he is well put together. He's very very handsome, very handsome man. In fact, when we were leaving a couple days ago, we were walking to our shuttle to go to the airport. He and his wife, his pregnant wife, were on their way to the workout center at 8. She hot. Uh, She's not bad looking. I'll tell you that. Um, Good for him. But we talked to him the night before. It was really funny. McVeigh recognized my friend Matt Berry's voice. And so he was talking to to Matt Barry, and then his parents walked up, and his mom recognized me—the <laughs> <laughs> only person that recognized me on the entire vacation—was Sean McVay's mom. That's incredible. Because like, hey, she hey, actually from, watches HQ, or did she recognize you're you from two me? guys named Chris? She didn't. <laughs> know, she. <laughs> she she didn't know what, uh, I don't know what she knew me from, but she recognized me. I felt good about she, that. Because
0: you're the guy from that old Stivers Ford commercial. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you Cooter Ray Cornhole? <laughs> uh,
2: really nice people, though. Um, they talked to us for a while and they were, you know, McVeigh was taking pictures with people he didn't know. And, um, you know, you go on vacation to a really exclusive place in Greece on an island And you think maybe, you know, if you're Sean McVeigh, maybe you can get away from people recognize you. you,
0: uh, No. It's the NFL, man. It's so big.
2: Yeah. Even like, I would say only 15% of the people that we would see were Americans. I mean, most of the people that were, were traveling even to these islands that weren't locals, they were from somewhere in Europe or Asia. It was really, really cool. And the food was the best food i've ever had in my life and i did not expect that did you see gyros the whole time gyros feta cheese we we had feta cheese in some variation at every single meal we had i was having omelets with feta then we'd have a feta at lunch then we'd have (laughs) feta at dinner it was incredible and they, they in, in so many different the, the different dips they have, and you know what was really good there? They made some amazing pork. Really, which I know is right up your alley.
0: Well, I didn't get any pork sphincter. It's funny you say that because I'm after we get off the program here, I'm gonna head to the fairway here in town and get me a bunch of meat to smoke for the for America's Ooh. birthday. We're gonna nice. eat our we're, we're gonna have ourselves a feast. We're going to get some steaks. We're going to have some... uh, I got brat burgers already. I'm going to do me some ribs probably tomorrow. Wait, brat burgers? Yeah, you never had a brat burger? No, what the hell are you talking about? A brat burger? You've never had a brat burger? I've never even heard of a brat burger. Why
2: would a brat not be in the shape of a brat? you turn it into a burger. Because sometimes
0: those brats, you know, you... Put your teeth down and it it just like splurges all over the place. The the moist insides. It's basically Who a skin It's you? basically
1: a skinless brat into a burger.
0: Yeah, and you just, just put guts, it down into a it's patty. The
1: guts of a brat.
2: That is not a brat. I'm sorry. It's not. It's no. It's not. It's a brat burger.
0: How, do you have hot dog burgers too? No, that'd be too hard because you've got like all the pig lips and the. Pig anus and stuff like that, like that is the actual hot dog to actually condense it. That'd be a really difficult thing to do. I've lost butcher. some respect for you. Oh f off! I you know go I and really party have. with Shaw McVeigh. Okay, I'm gonna be hanging out with my homies. Van Winkle's gonna bring the kids over. You know we're gonna we're gonna have ourselves a weekend.
2: Van Winkle's so, gonna actually leave Fairway. I figured he'd just <laughs> spend the whole day and night in Fairway. They're closed on
0: Sundays, so. Matt, oh, how right. many times? How many times have Good you been off. to the new fairway in town since it's mm, opened? A dozen, probably.
2: Didn't you say Williams like a couple times? You just you've shown up there and and you see Van Wink? <laughs> yeah, one bu- of the He's
0: always just there. Yeah, he just has Matt, a
1: sleeping bag on the floor well, on aisle five. I
0: forgot something. I'm gonna stop by and get some bacon.
1: I saw you there the other day. Williams picking up some ice cream on your birthday. Yeah. Happy belated birthday.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, the yeah.
1: I, I sent girl. out
0: such a heartfelt
1: tweet oh.
2: about his birthday. People thought I was kidding. People thought I was like <laughs> mocking his birthday.
0: Well, oh, you you have a reputation, my friend. The Twitter though, like nobody can take anything for like um, what it is. It's like everybody's got to read that something's polarizing in in any sort of a statement anymore. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, it's like, people just get pissed over anything. The Real quick, I want to thank a couple of our great sponsors here. We already did Fairway, the presenting sponsor of Two Guys Named Chris. We have a new sponsor here on Two Guys Named Chris. I'm fired up about this one. Oh, my dad's going to be really excited. He loves
2: when we get new sponsors. He loves it.
0: Do you... Um, this is so not up your alley. Because these guys are like manly men... They're badass dudes down in Oskaloosa. You now, ever been you to Oskaloosa? They're... Yeah, I have. My These guys, so Kelderman Manufacturing down in Oskaloosa. Oski, yeah. That's where uh, that's where Musco started. This is the most badass sponsor we've ever had. Okay, so, what do they do? They Well, they do a ton of things, and we'll tell you a lot about them here in the coming months. But the I think the most badass thing they do Is if you want they'll build you a dream truck. Okay. You can buy a truck through like Ford or Dodge or Chevy or whatever, and then they'll send it to Kelderman Manufacturing, and these guys will put on their custom suspensions, custom bumpers, and they'll make your truck freaking badass down there in Oskaloosa And they're huge listeners to two guys named Chris. Look at this. Holy from their website. Yeah, Those are like it's freaking trucks. Awesome. Yeah, it's freaking awesome, dude.
2: Put me—I want to be sitting at twelve feet. Yeah, I want to be twelve feet high in the cab.
0: We'll do <laughs> it. Or you have to like have a ladder to get up yes. into the truck. <laughs> we'll do it. These guys are incredible. Check out their website. Uh, They—they're really cool dudes too, and they love two guys named Chris. So shout out to our friends. All right. at Kelderman.
2: Welcome, Kelderman.
0: All right, so the Doctor Oz thing. You know we've covered it here on the program. It went viral. Yeah, when you decided to when you yeah I was gonna say when you decided to take a picture <laughs> of Doctor Oz asleep on an airplane and posted it all over social media you you really didn't think that it would catch on.
2: Well, I didn't think that it like barstool would pick it up and stuff. I I, I didn't think I thought you know it might get some play and people laughing about it, but. So, so we saw him in the airport in Athens and we were flying to Mykonos. It's only like a 30 minute flight. So it's on this like really basic uh, aircraft. It was called Aegean Air. Aegean, the Aegean Sea is where we were. We were at that area, the Aegean Sea. So Aegean Air, there was like really no first class or anything like that. Every seat was pretty much the same. It's kind of like JetBlue or something and uh so we see him and he he boarded last. It was a weird process in in Greece. You would t- you would be at your gate but your flight wasn't at the gate. You would board a bus and the bus would drive hmm. you out to your aircraft. And they had to do they had to use like three different buses to get everybody. So we were on the first bus. He was on the last bus. So he comes on very last. Sits right in front of me, plops down,
0: and just immediately reclines his seat. <laughs> immediately. And this is like your thing. I had yes. to explain this to a couple people. This didn't come out of nowhere. This no, has been your I've thing for a long time. always been bitching
2: about people reclining <laughs> their seats on, on airplanes. Because I don't do it myself. And I'm 6'2". I give the person behind me the respect that they deserve. Now, there, there are a couple instances where it's okay and I had one of those on the way back from Athens. I was in a, a row that was right in front of the exit row so there was extra leg room behind me. There was an uh, where people would not be affected with me reclining my seat. You can recline in that instance and I did because it didn't affect them because they had a, a, way, a ton of leg room because they were in the exit row. You can also do it in first class because they put enough room between everybody on most planes where you're also not affected by that. You can also
0: do it if there's like a kid behind you, a really small mm-hmm. kid. Okay. But there's just very few times you do You got can it covered. That. Okay. But Oz just sits his ass down and yes. goes right to and sleep. Yes. Well, I didn't know he was asleep. That's the other thing.
2: So he reclines into me and my friend takes a picture of it and sends it to me and i really didn't even look at at what he looked like i wanted to make sure i looked good i didn't even realize he was asleep and i did also didn't realize that would change the way some people looked at the post like i've talked to some people that have said him being asleep goes to another level like another <laughs> level of it's not voyeurism but like he's he's even more vulnerable because he's asleep. Like if he was awake, then it wouldn't have pissed as many people off because there were some people that were pissed. Most of the people argued about whether or not it was okay to recline your seat. And I'm going to be honest, it really didn't affect me that much on this flight. I mean, it was a short 30-minute flight. I had enough leg room. It was fine. It was just, I posted it kind of as a joke. And because Dr. Oz is a... Very divisive political figure. Yes. People are taking pictures of him all the time. It was unbelievable how many people
0: recognized him on that flight. More people recognized him or Todd McVeigh? Oh, Dr. Oz for sure. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh,
2: that's wow, Dr. Oz. And there were people coming by saying, hey, Dr. Oz, I love you. And he was nice to them. And so I thought he was awake. Wasn't or I mean you know he was probably just like relaxing I don't know so I I didn't even really think twice about it because I thought it was funny and I I feel like he's fair game because he's such a
0: political figure a, a, yeah, it's, a divisive I mean, political figure it's kind of like if like Ted Cruz or Bernie Sanders yeah bit, you know like yes. I mean those those people are. They kind of just put themselves out there. Like
2: if it was Charles Barkley, I, I'm pr- I'm probably not doing it. I'm just not because I think he's a, a lot more likable. Yeah, and you, I would think well, won't put words in your mouth, but you respect him more. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't really care about Doctor Oz. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know what he believes. I, honestly, I, I don't even. I think he's a Republican. So you didn't, but I, I don't. What happens I don't
0: when like so you put this tweet out yes people and, start responding and, so it, and then all of a sudden like bar stools tweeting about it like here's here's what happened it was really really funny so i tweeted that out
2: it was probably i don't know 4 p.m our time in greece and i see it starts you know getting more traction than i thought couple hours go by and then I show my wife and the two people that we were traveling with, Matt and Ashley Berry, and their reaction, my wife was like, Chris, <laughs> why would you post that? Take it down. And I'm, I'll be honest, Matt and Ashley Berry said, I shouldn't have done it. I should not have posted that. Why? Because he's not aware that we're taking the picture of him and and you're posting it. And Chris and Kristen, my wife, was like, yeah, I just, I can't. Why would you do that? I can't believe you would do that. You need to take that down right now." And I said, "No, I can't. You can't it's, now. It's, no, yeah. it's a couple hours into it. It's already you're pot invested. you are gained in. so much traction that I would look worse. That's like." <laughs> if you look at um PR101 for Twitter the first thing is don't delete a tweet yeah just live with it you have to you can try to explain it but don't delete it that makes things worse so i just had to let it ride and then it hit kind of you know the bar stool and some of this other stuff and uh <laughs> And I'm just sitting there like, God damn it. I really, because I, I still.
0: Knowing don't you, see I bet you were just much obsessed wrong with it. it too.
2: I, I was, but I, I was more obsessed with that my wife was upset about it.
0: Yeah, I know. You and texted me like four times. Like you were trying to get me to validate it for you, I think. I was. I think, what, what was I saying? I think saying? psychologically, you were trying to get me and Keith Murphy to be like, oh, it's oh, yeah. okay. Keith, Keith, so it's funny. <laughs> Keith was like, Keith loved it like he was he was like oh my god this is great this is oh but now Keith loves the, the viral stool. shit like and, he and loves so, that
2: and but and then he was like well
1: I wouldn't have done it <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right it's you you did it it's it's great okay here's the thing Dr. Oz ran for senator of the United States he's probably had much worse things tweeted about yeah. him. exactly and that's You're why right, I feel like it was he okay not care he doesn't care. That's why he didn't respond. People That's were tagging. exactly what I He thought. probably and saw it and he was like, whatever, I don't care yeah. about this guy. Sorry. Exactly. Nailed and, it, Matt. And,
2: and maybe maybe I'm still not right in thinking that it's OK, but I, I think it's OK because of who it was. And I'm not I saying that right. because I dis- disagree with his politics. I don't even know what his politics are other than he's a Republican. I'm just saying that because I I feel like he's fair game, and I don't feel like it was that. So some people said, "Well, he was asleep," that made things different.
0: I don't like these. I I don't like these viral famous weathermen. I don't like Al Roker, and I don't like (laughs) these doctors either because it's like they're it's like uh, it's like douche doctor. You know what I mean? You know what doctor is? Doctor Nicholson down there at the Iowa Clinic. When I go and the guy touches Uh my balls once a year, that's a doctor. Was that the doctor that gave you the fake vasectomy? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was one of his colleagues. No, <laughs> he's not a doctor. He's like an actor. He may he may technically be a doctor, but he ain't no doctor anymore. He's not a doctor. Anyway,
2: it pretty much it ran its course in a day, and it was done with. But I was hoping I would see him because I would Jesus. like to ask him it if he ever though. got back to him.
0: I mean? went back to Clarinda this week. This weekend. I'm saying on See social media of, it's run its course. Uh, well, I'm sitting in there at the We D in Clorinda on Friday night. My buddy Mac, Hawkeye fan, brings first thing he says to me is about Hassel and Dr. Oz. What did he say? He's like, man, Mac's a very understated guy. He's like, Hassel leaves the country for one week and he can't keep, can't stay out of trouble. <laughs> Shout out to it's, our friends at Circa Sports. True. Circa Rosina resort and casino we will be out there coming up for week zero for college football if you all want to join us we'll be out there hassle uh you know what that is williams
2: that's next month
0: i know dude it's freaking crazy college um a week from tomorrow i'm flying to dallas for big 12 media days does that sound insane to you wow that does so i lot like i panicked over the weekend, I was like, "Holy shit! I don't know anything about these teams." Like normally, by now, I can name off rosters, I can, but because of this gambling thing, because of the transfer portal, and because of all these new teams, it seemed very overwhelming to me mm-hmm. this year in the Big Twelve specifically. So this weekend, so you were trying
2: I, to like I I've kind of done the same thing. You kind of try to wait it out and see yeah. if it sorts itself out
0: before you dive into it. Yeah, like, so, I don't know. I started just, I really lightly started to get into it this weekend, taking my notes and all that stuff. But, like, with Iowa State, like, I'm not even going to try and project, like, what they're going to be until I know who's playing. Well, and That's they're, they're one thing you missed. Rules. That is one thing you missed. No, with the gambling thing. Yeah, they changed the I rules. Know. So that's, that's the biggest thing you missed when you were gone. And it's directly tied to Iowa and Iowa State. If you look at the dates on that thing about May 2nd and May 1st and all that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Iowa and Iowa State reported. Um, this is good for Iowa and Iowa State that they've loosened regulations on it. I look at it as a bigger picture, though, Chris. We've got this new guy, Charlie Baker, who is the head of the NCAA now. Mark Emmert is out. I think they are – so, one, they did that study like a month ago on student-athletes gambling, and they found out that literally everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think that they know they're being realistic here. Like, okay, there's going to be more of these. We can't suspend our entire workforce. And that's what college athletes are. They're the workforce that just doesn't mm-hmm. get paid. Um, so this is, yeah, this is a good thing for Iowa and Iowa State. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have big suspensions in our state. I still think that the, we will. But it's definitely a move in a more progressive direction by the NCAA. And I think we have a lot more of these to come because I think this new guy – realizes if they don't evolve, they will die. They be in the NCAA. No, That's absolutely. my read on this. What I don't get is why is
2: a, a dollar figure affecting the number of games you might miss? The, the amount of time you might miss. Why does it matter if somebody bet $50 or bet $300? Like, Why does that matter? Shouldn't the number of bets Matter more than the amount of money you're spending because everyone has a different amount of money. What if you're from a really, really wealthy family where money isn't a big thing to you? I hadn't thought about it like that. That's interesting. I just, the, the dollar figure, I don't think should mean
0: anything. I used to bet illegally in college all the time. I mean, hell, I was, I had a bookie and, um, the hell, one of those, caribbean countries i bet through all the time you know and but it was like five dollars because that's all that i could lose maybe what they're trying to do is they're they're trying to stave off you know guys becoming too overextended and when i say guys that's because i'm not aware of a female in our state who is caught up in this i don't believe i think it's all men from what i understand so that's why i keep saying guys uh, me, clearly, females are smarter than the dumb gambling tax, right? Like,
1: <laughs> to me, this seems like it's almost a temporary, like a one-time thing because they're saying like after May second, like why would that ap- apply to like next year? Like I feel like they're going to reassess well, this probably. They, like, s-
0: they say after May May second, Matt, that is the date that our Right, I know, our but our I'm just saying. I,
1: like Hassel said, like the dollar figures seem like very oddly specific so i i almost think this will be reassessed maybe next season when mm. they have a little more time i think they need Probably. to you, you
0: have to and, and it should
1: be be a little more especially rigid. when these players
2: are making thing.
0: millions of dollars in well, some cases
2: and, and that's that's my other point on the dollar figure and how it should not uh play into this uh, let's just say you're a a high level quarterback and you're making a million dollars a year you're going to be betting a lot more if you're betting on something you're going to be betting a lot more than the punter Uh, maybe not at iowa but like let's just say like a a backup safety who might not be getting much of anything in nil i mean the 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 amount of money you have is totally different
0: so why totally agree uh, the whole thing is like they shouldn't be betting right like i understand here's the deal I understand why the NCAA would not want its players betting on sports because they...
2: Betting on anything. It, so, so you don't think that they should well, be allowed to bet on a horse race?
0: No, I think that they should. I understand why they wouldn't want an Iowa State basketball player to be able to bet on the NBA playoffs when he can text George Niang. Like I know what they're trying to prevent. Mm-hmm. I also think... This is one of those... It's not black and white to me. There's a lot of gray area in this conversation. I also think now, when we look around and it's legal everywhere, that it's got to be more like an NFL approach. If Justin Jefferson wants to bet on the NBA Finals, he should be able to. Mm-hmm. And he's able to. That's what they have to get to. It's, what's dated about this is that... So, anything that the NCAA sponsors is a no-go. So, technically... Um, if, Spencer is so Petrus, stupid. if Spencer Petrus wanted to bet a million dollars on a UFC fight, he could. Mm-hmm. Because the NCAA doesn't sponsor MMA. But if okay? it was rowing in the Olympics? Yes, he couldn't do it. So, like, that's where we've got to get. So, I get it. We don't want Iowa State players betting on San Francisco 49er games. That's what they're trying to prevent because they don't want these guys immature, you know, trying to claim they have inside information because of Brock Purdy or whatever. Keep it like that. You can't bet on the sport that you play. Make it just like the NFL. If if an Iowa State or an Iowa football player wants to bet on the WNBA, freaking have as much fun as you want. It's legal for everybody else. It should be legal for you too. That's where I stand
2: yeah I, I I'm with you on that i they just have to figure this thing out and figure it out soon
0: it I it's mean, it, it, really put a damper on the offseason. like it's not fun it, has. Like, it i it's not fun like normally by now I'm going through every Iowa and Iowa State game and we're like I'm not going to do that though because I don't know who's playing for these teams We're
2: two months we're two months away some teams less than that yeah
0: and and we don't know
2: what what's the what's the date of the first game? September uh, it's
0: Memorial or Labor Day weekend, so first I believe. All right, well, less than two months away. Channel Seed Studios, we appreciate our friends at Channel Seed. I I guarantee you, some of my former or uh, not former, my fellow uh, Channel Seed enthusiasts, some of the seedsmen are shooting off fireworks today. Oh, they had some. They had all kinds of crops out there
2: in Greece. You know what they grow? No, I actually don't.
0: Grapes for wine. You know, if a dog eats a grape, it's toxic. Yes, I did know that. Very toxic. My wife won't even let grapes be in our house. Really? At least just throws them on the floor. Oh, snot nosed kids. Yeah. Uh, we no appreciate Channel C. We the, the Have you seen the pictures? Hassle of the new studio in Ankeny. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. I did I have got a bunch a text of... the other day from Zabolinski. He's like, "What the hell
2: are you and Williams putting together here? A Dan Patrick show."
0: <laughs> so, right now it's set up, and it's you know this is a Cyclone fanatic thing that we've kind of dreamed up for a long time. So it's got all mm-hmm. Cyclone stuff in it. But I'm Bohannon's getting me a jersey. I'm going to get me a Chris Street jersey. So we will have Iowa stuff in there when we use it How for are you Iowa Chris everywhere. Street jersey. I don't know. We're trying. It's going to have to be like a replica type. Like it's not going to be a. But I I thought that that's, listen, I I would hope that Iowa fans out there can understand, like, I'm not going to go up there and put, like, an autograph picture of, like, Fran McCaffrey in the studio. I'm just not. (laughs) J-Bo's my guy. Who the hell is going
2: to think you would do that?
0: Well, I don't know. I I had a bunch of Iowa fans responding like, oh, there's nothing in there about the Hawks. It's like, yeah, but come on.
2: I would say 90% of Hawkeye fans don't want anything to do with a Fran McCaffrey autograph either.
0: I thought about like a you know a chris murray jersey stuff like that i could sure. live with you know that's very neutral and but anyways no it's it's pretty sweet so we're looking forward to that uh we'll get some channel c gear up in there as well as long as our as well as our sponsors a month our friends at wild rose casino they are a big sponsor of what we've done for a long time at cycle and fanatic as well and they are on board here for the month of july to sponsor us on Iowa everywhere, they got a bunch of concerts coming up later this month. Um, They've—I I really like the small casino feel when I go in there. I'm a huge fan of the one in Jefferson. I've been there. I went to a Clint Black. Do you know who Clint Black is Hassel? He's a country singer, right? Old country singer. I went to a Clint Black What's concert. The difference between Clint Black and George Strait. George Strait like better. the same person. One syllable well, name. George Strait is the greatest country music artist of all time. Clint Black was just a good one. Was? But anyways, is he dead? No, he's not dead. You think well, you George he Strait's was dead? A good one. No, Clint
2: Black. You said Clint Black. No, he's not dead.
0: He's not dead. You were talking about him in past tense. Free concerts coming up in Emmitsburg, Clinton, and Jefferson on July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. All outdoor shows, all ages. Early early 90s rock, that would be. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll be telling you about these with our friends at Wild Rose Casino coming up over the next month or so. We appreciate them sponsoring us here on Iowa Everywhere. Wanted to move into a, I'm assuming and you probably can't say a ton but you were with an ESPN personality on this trip and ESPN with a massive round of layoffs. Um, These things get more shocking to me every time. This one blew me away. I'm going to just list off a few names for people uh, and there were many more people who lost their jobs. Jeff Van Gundy, Steve Young, Jalen Rose, Max Kellerman, Susie Colber, Todd McShay, Matt Hasselback, David Pollock. Really, uh, I... I Hassel, this blew me away. I think Jeff Van Gundy's the best commentator in the sport of basketball right now.
2: I think a lot of people feel that way. Uh, as far as the NBA, anyway. Um, that was a... One of the shockers. Now, I, there were... Uh, rumors and reports about certain people, like I don't think many were surprised about Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson.
0: If you were following this whole story,
2: because gut, that they was, gutted
0: ESPN Radio is what they did, they, they did, and
2: they're, they're kind of they're moving more toward the podcast end of things. Again, Iowa everywhere ahead of the curve. ESPN <laughs> following your lead.
0: I'm Williams. not going to say it. You could say it, but they gutted um, ESPN radio. That you could tell. Y- yes that they have completely pulled all investment from the radio side of things. And also these Very studio nice. shows, like Susie Colber, um, 27 years there. I Tom McShay, like, I think is phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get that one as much as that ESPN was another puts into the draft. Surprise. Like, what the hell?
2: That was a surprise. And I know there are people inside ESPN that uh,
0: were, were even surprised themselves about that. He'll um, get picked up by somebody. But God, like... I just like, how long can you keep calling them the worldwide leader? I mean, they're going to keep having these rights, and these rights fees are going up, and then you pay for guys like Pat McAfee. Stephen A. Smith makes an ungodly number. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're wanting more home and run hitters and fewer guys to here's go out the there problem, and the problem, too, singles. is they're not, there's a narrative
2: out there that, you know, go woke, go broke, that they're losing money. That's, that's not the case. ESPN continues to make a ton of money. All this is is for stockholders, for the profit shares, this. Yes, they want to continue to get more money, more money, more money, more money for the, the stockholders, the investors. They're not, they're not losing money. They're not cutting these people because they are um, in hard times or anything like that. Now, they're not making money hand over fist like they were in the heydays of cable. But they are still getting a ton of money into that that
0: Disney structure. Can I get on my soapbox for a minute? Mm-hmm. This is why we have a major problem for local markets in our country. So this is just ESPN, but they're owned by Disney, mm-hmm. and you you nailed it. This their stock has been getting crushed for well over a year they bring bob Iger back Iger's trying to make it more attractive so they can get that stock price it's like 90 dollars right now it was only it was like 150 not that long ago okay but the problem we have in media right now is that the majority of these companies that own the local so like the local tv station the local radio stations they're now owned by what are essentially hedge funds like the des moines register is gannett is owned by a hedge fund so when i say the words nobody's going to be additive to our local market going forward it's all going to be dilutive they don't give a shit about the local market and the local people because it's the exact same scenario here Everybody in the in Bristol knows that laying off Todd McShay and Jeff Van Gundy is not good for the product. They all get it. This is all about the bottom line on paper. Anybody in Des Moines, when they laid off all of us at KXNL however many years ago, everybody in that building knew it was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, iHeartMedia, which has been bankrupt like however many times, like they don't care. Because mm-hmm. our local building didn't bring in enough money to move the needle for him like New York and LA do and like this is all kind of tied together here and it's really sad like I I just think we're going to see more and more of ESPN where it's just Pat McAfee and you know Stephen A. Smith just yelling yes. at the camera
2: they'll pay a few guys a ton of money and then you'll see them everywhere yeah I mean Mike look Greenberg. at all the different things that Stephen A. Smith and Mike Greenberg are on right now and that's how they can justify paying them between five and ten million dollars a year and McAfee is going to be between 10 and 20 million dollars a year and they look at those guys differently than they look at some of the other guys you might say like well how do you pay Pat McAfee that amount of money you're basically paying him all the money that you're saving with these cuts And that's that's close to being true, but they look at him totally differently. They're going to get a new audience with him and make no mistake, a few years down the road, maybe not even a few years, there's going to be another round of layoffs. I mean, how many Mm -hmm. times have we seen this? Mm -hmm. I was there for four and a half years. There were two layoffs before they even got to mine. And... The, the the one thing I will say that people might not understand about these, sometimes they call them firings, that they're not. You have a contract.
0: So, for me, for yeah. instance. Real quick, yeah. Chris, I, some people may not have realized you were a part of this at one time. 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Chris was laid off at ESPN.
2: I was sitting in my hotel room in Canada <laughs> between games two and three of the G League finals. And I got a call that I was being let go. And they said, oh, well, but we we do want you to call that game tomorrow, but that'll be your last work at ESPN. Well, here's just a little backstory on that. I had just signed a two-year deal, like a month before that. So it it's a firing would be you're gone no more money. They can't do that. You have a contract. You can do that with certain contracts like the local TV contracts they're making these people sign now are horrible. They're all one way. A company could just get rid of you and maybe only have to pay you for the next 30 days. These contracts though, they still owe you all that money. They can't, they can't get out of that. So for me, I, I still had, I don't know, 20 21 months left on my deal. So I could have just sat there and collected all that. You don't get that in a lump sum. You still just get paid like normal every two weeks. Yeah. And you keep getting that money. Everybody that that got laid off, they're still going to get their paychecks until you want to jump back into the workforce.
0: But then when Disney announces its quarterly earnings, it will be, well, here All we project All those names are off ten, the books. Yeah, yeah, 10 months out, this is what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And then the stock price goes up because the numbers look better. So I was. That's why, Brent. Brent just asked, so why people off? Why lay people off instead of just waiting for them? That's why, because mm-hmm. they're wanting to project a share. Look at what we're doing to make the company more profitable, and that in return will make the stock price go up. Correct.
2: And so I, I got paid by ESPN for the next, I don't know, three or four months. But then when I got my job at CBS and at Stadium, then we had to go and talk to um, ESPN lawyers and kind of discuss how to it's they call it a settlement. It's not really a settlement. Bottom line is, if you get a job where you're m- going to be making more money than you were making at ESPN, they're done paying you. Yeah, and that's, now if you were to get a job where you're paying, they're going to pay less. Then you you work out some sort of okay. Maybe they'll give you a little a because they have to make you whole. Like they can't just you yeah, you have you to sign see that money over the remainder of the contract. They can't get out of that.
0: I was talking to one local television personality. Uh, this was a couple months ago. Um, and this person was telling me that they knew of one of their coworkers, what they signed their first contract and what they were making, and then what this person signed their first contract for. And this person was making like $20,000, $25,000 less than the co-worker was like 15 years ago. Yes.
2: Inflation goes up. Salaries in local media go down. Correct. And Way that's not going to change. No, it's it's sad. It, it, and, and these contracts, they are so bad. I mean, you know this from working in local radio. They will force you in some of these local markets, to sign a contract that does absolutely nothing for you and everything for them. The contract might say, okay, two years. They'll basically say, if
0: you don't sign this, then you don't have your job. I mean, essentially. If you don't sign
2: this, you're fired. And if you do sign it, it's a two-year contract. You're making X amount of money, but we can fire you whenever we want. Yeah. (laughs) And we only have to pay anything, you for without cause a couple weeks. Yes, it is all—it's one-sided now in these local markets. These ESPN contracts, these major media contracts—they still protect the personality. So all these people that got laid off, they're still going to see
0: all of that money. Van Gundy, man—the state of the NBA's media is in flux because we don't know who's going to be the rights holder this next time around. Mm -hmm. Amazon is all in on it. Van Gundy will be the lead guy for whoever gets that. Somebody is going to. The one I love here that we haven't talked about is I love Jalen Rose. I love his. Yeah, I, I, I just he he has this ability to me to dumb it down for a guy like me. When he's talking, he'll end up at the ringer, he's really close with Simmons, like he's gonna get a show mm-hmm. like i'm I'm not worried about him i really I haven't watched him much lately though because like, I just don't it, watch e s p n nearly as much as I used to
2: and honestly, a lot of the people that were laid off you you mentioned Jalen Rose, jeff van gundy these are people that don't need the paycheck anyway, yeah, these are people that have already made millions and millions in hand over fist for decades it's it's the people that weren't former athletes
0: that you yeah. well, it's that like you the feel producers for. on ESPN radio that got let go mm-hmm. it's like they they the and, and I don't know what they're going to do there's just nobody hiring those type of jobs now right yeah it's tough uh moving on oh real quick we missed this i i i don't want to talk about this this beer stuff much longer i'm just really sick of it but <laughs> I am I am a fan of what Bloom pulled off here with Westo. This is great. The the reason I, I say I don't want to talk about it is just how stupid people's reactions are both sides to all this beer stuff with the collectives. I'm just like I don't you you know me very well. I do not get worked up over the Cyhawk thing, hardly ever. I'm so callous to it. Like it 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 does not Iowa fans, you can tweet all you want at me. You do not impact me, I promise. I got so freaking annoyed when Bloom and the collective made their announcement and all these Iowa fans were just the oh, you're just a big copycat. Like mm-hmm. Iowa is the first fucking yeah. place on the planet to <laughs> have a branded beer. Like, oh my god, I was and just so Bloom uh, hadn't been working on this. Yeah. Like well before Iowa came out with theirs bloom had been working on a whiskey for like a year now like i because i've been a part of those conversations i was like helping him with make contacts and stuff like so like just stop just stop iowa state fans you don't have to boycott exile if you don't want to drink it that's fine i'm not i don't i don't drink exile and, th- and that's fine like it's not a boycott i just don't do it but you don't have to go out and try and ruin their business Iowa fans, you, didn't, you did not invent branded beers in the year How about the did, Didn't Iowa come out with a vodka, too? Aren't they coming out? There's already a Hawkeye vodka, which
2: doesn't have yeah. anything to do with the university or the athletic department, but now they're coming out with a, what's it called? What's it going to be called? Swarm vodka?
0: Yes. And I, I have some details on this, too. They're, because they said they're doing it with Foundry. Um, Bloom... I don't want to say too much, but there was an agreement with so Iowa State's collective works a lot like better with the university than Iowa's does, from what I understand. It, right? It's not my words. This Brad Heinrich will come out and just rip the AD. Right? <laughs> so, like, like <laughs> I'm not speculating here. It's very clear. Um, Iowa State has been working on the spirits thing, Bloom in the collective half for a long time, and there's a bigger Iowa state thing coming out and they're trying not, they're trying to play oh, nice no. with the university. Oh God. So, so Iowa comes out with the
2: vodka and now bloom is going to be coming out with a spirit of his own.
0: That's going to be following. Yeah. So that's the, the, the problem. One. Like none of this is like, in I don't want to be like the swarm did a great job. Like they're, the can's awesome. They got a great brewery that they're pairing with. Like they did an awesome job. Like, Two things can be true here, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, like, it's just, I'm just so over it. I just want to freaking get to the games. I'm so tired of the anonymous Twitter guy just bitching, and like, I'm just done with it. But if you want to talk about the can hassle, go for it. The can? Right. If you want to talk about the Iowa State beer, you've been out of this. I'm I'm giving you the floor. I mean, I, I would like to do a taste test. We can do that. We can arrange that. And I would like you
2: to put the cans inside of the fairway meat box, so that it all arrives at the
1: same time.
0: Two guys named Chris. We are presented by our friends. What you just gonna
1: ignore that? Fairway. Well, what would happen is the the pressure would just explode those cans, and your meat would be ruined, though. Oh, they would be. It would be beer soaked meat. In beer. Ooh, yeah. Put some brats in that box. <laughs> some skinless. Not not burgers. Brat
0: burgers. Real bro, I'm gonna soak my brat burgers in Bush Light today. Now that I think about it. Speaking of Bush Light, so I'm back. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Hang on. Wait, wait. What is so the swarm is is like? It's not. Neither one of these things are light beers, right? They're they're regular, full bodied beers. Correct. I think. Yeah. I and I'll, but the swarm beer looks a little bit different.
0: The swarm beer looks more like a pilsner. Yeah, which and, I won't like. I and I just don't like that type of It's like that golden yeah. And the and the uh, Ames beer looks hazier. The Ames beer feels to me like you're just drinking Budweiser. Really? That's it I mean, looks that's hazier to me. It, it, I've it looks to me
2: almost, I know it's not an IPA, but it looks like a, almost like a hefeweizen.
0: I hope not. I, that, I hope that that's not the case. I think that they both are just designed to be really easy drinking. They need to be light, though. Which they, they should re- be, yes. They want to sell a lot of these things. Can, can I ask you this? Make is, them light.
2: Uh, Do they call it Ames Lager? As a play on the Ames water?
0: Yeah, so, like, if you see the backside of the can, like, there's a reference to how great Ames' water is. Um, but it's not I, I made saw, in Ames. Yeah, I know. It's just kind of a joke. It's like, it's are they taking self, the water right out of Okaboji? It's a self deprecating thing that they were doing. I think they did a good job with it. It's very different than the Iowa one, too. The Iowa one's very sleek. It's very um, Mm -hmm. new age, and this is like—it's an old-school can. It looks like an old PBR-type can. Eh, they both did a good job, I think.
2: Kyle's asking, will the Ames beer be available across
0: state lines? I'm told yes. Westo, Westo's all over the state, so yes. Uh, Bloom said on a tweet last night, mid-August, it'll be everywhere, right before— Okay, so Van Wink's got the pictures of the—it looks like the two different beers. Here's the swarm. It's a little that's lighter. the
2: swarm, yeah. That looks like a pilsner to me.
0: Like yeah. uh That yeah. does look awfully that's heavy. D- that's darker, yeah. Interesting. Oh, I, oh, I oh, this is lager. not fandom. Oh. Fandom aside, I will like the lager better because I don't like the golden type oh. of it's just not my really? style. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like pilsners. I don't do it. You know, They said they sold a lot of uh, Heinekens out there in Greece. God, disgusting! Oh, I oh I. I, It's like if Doctor Oz pissed in a green bottle. That's what Heineken is.
2: Okay, I already told you that the the repo guys coming for my pool because we spent so much money on this trip. I broke my previous record for most expensive cocktail. The previous record was in Italy. In Positano, uh, the cocktails were $25. That was my previous record for most expensive cocktail. What price do you think I spent to break that record this time around? And by the way, I broke it multiple times on this 50 trip. 50 bucks. Nope. Higher? Higher. Or well, are you drinking Pappy Van Winkle? And, and... This is euros, which are worth more than dollars. So like $50, 50 American dollars. You spent $100 would, on a cocktail? That would be like 47, 46
0: euros. 100 bucks. Euros. Less, okay, 65 bucks. What'd you drink? It was just
2: a martini, a vodka martini. But, it, so this is Matt Berry's fault. So you're just getting ripped off. You're staying at these hoity-toity places in Europe. <laughs> so the, the, a regular martini at this, um, at this hotel bar would have been like 21, 22 euro, which would be like almost 25 bucks. He sees the different vodkas they have back there. And like you get like Tito's or whatever, and that's, that would be like 21 bucks. Well, he sees Beluga. I mean, he loves beluga. He goes, yeah, yeah, give us, get us that beluga. And I'm telling you, this was not. This was like half the size of a regular martini you would get too. So we get the beluga, slightly dirty, martini with some olive. What's that mean? Slightly
0: dirty. What is that? It means
2: mean? a little bit of olive juice. Okay. So it's just vodka and a little bit of olive juice.
0: What if shaken you like up it with ice? What if you ask him, Really dirty. Really dirty. That's a lot of olive juice. I want, it. I want it filthy. <laughs> so, and we get the checks,
2: and they charged 65 bucks.
0: That's more than I paid for that Pappy Van Winkle up in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, but you got hoodwinked. That wasn't real. That was Pappy Van
2: Hoodwink. That wasn't Pappy Van Winkle. It was Pappy's nephew's vodka. But there were places we would go. Like, we went to this beach club one day in Mykonos. Every single cocktail was at least 33 euro, which is like Why'd 37 bucks. why you just get a bucks. beer? How much is a beer there? Like 12 a beer, bucks? A beer was 10 euro. Oh, yeah, I just get that. Did they have but Swarm? But they didn't have... They didn't have <laughs> yeah. hey, give me a Swarm. Give me a Westo Ames Lager. No, they had like... It wasn't even a good selection of beer at this at this beach club and it's because, I guarantee they did it because they want you to get the cocktails. So my go-to drink was the Aperol Spritz. I bet you've never had one of those.
0: Never, I've never had one. It's good.
2: It's nice and refreshing.
0: You'd hate it. It sounds terrible. Uh, a couple other things we want to get through. Uh, we can go a little bit longer. It's, we're all... No, what do you mean? Kind of- I gotta get to work, you some bitch. Oh, you have to work today? Yeah. Oh. It's not a holiday. All right, we can do Elon Musk trying to kill Twitter at another time. Yeah, hopefully it's, well, it's... still alive when we get to it. I think he—I
1: think he took that off, right? Isn't it uh, okay now? I think oh, so. I, I haven't been affected by it. The first day
0: was, I was. Was just gonna point out to you, Chris, that I did play golf back home over the weekend. Yeah, I saw, saw you in
1: front of the
2: uh, haunted, the
0: haunted insane the haunted asylum prison. We um, wait. So, was that the Clarinda Academy? No, the Clarinda. Well, the Clarinda yeah, Academy you people with that. You, the prison and you were talking about the and academy. the mental health institute are all and the, they're all shut down now. But I Which wanted one to show was you, your grandpa the, that was the at the mental warden. health institution.
2: Your and grandpa I was to the warden you of the mental
0: health spot. As we wrap things up. This is why you don't shut down the mental health institution. Look <laughs> at this guy. There's a guy my mom was telling me about this who walks around town wearing a tail. We can zoom what in on the that. Hell? Here, this guy, he walks around town. and He, he, he wears this his... all the time? Yes. Is he a furry? What the hell is a furry? What does that mean? You don't know what a furry is? Like he no uh, like he thinks he's a cat.
2: You really don't know what a furry is? No, like you've never seen a furry convention?
0: This guy wears his tail all around town. And like it doesn't matter. so this this picture was obviously taken in the winter because he's wearing like jeans and like a like a bigger jacket. But <laughs> allegedly he just walked like, like today, on the you know, it's Fourth of July, it's hot. He'll be wearing shorts, and he's got this tail shut up. He just wears this tail around. this is why you don't just randomly shut down mental health hospitals. you just <laughs> put these people out into the wild. Do Anyways. you really not know what a furry is? I don't know what a furry is. A, a furry
2: is someone who wears like an animal costume. And they go to these conventions with these other people who wear these animal costumes. And they're all attracted to each other. Like sexually? Yes. And there are holes that they will cut in like little flaps. And they will have sex with each other while wearing these mascot costumes. (coughs) (laughs) There was an MTV documentary on this like 15 years ago. These weirdos meeting up and you have no idea what the person looks like inside of it, but it doesn't matter to them. All they care about is what the
0: mascot, the outside, looks like. My sister was telling me that this guy's wife wears a tail too. Shut What is going on?
1: (laughs) God.
2: (laughs) Western Iowa is weird, man. You
0: have to come down sometime. It'd be a good time take you down to the old shittily d you'd enjoy it all right (laughs) appreciate appreciate all of you guys uh tuning in on your july 3rd Uh, it's gonna be a freaking war zone out there later on tonight here in this town bond on the fourth of july holiday is just freaking crazy i'm so glad
2: that i'm not i I was there once over fourth of july after they made it legal and god it was horrible
0: I love it. It's fan- But the dogs, man, I just feel bad for the dogs. Like, my dog is old now, and he will lose his mind tonight. But, you know, it's part of being a dog. Like, don't be a dog if, you know, if you can't handle it, get out of the pound, right? That,
2: that's not really um, how it works, but <laughs> enjoy
0: it. I'm going to drug my dog up and put him in the basement. That's what I'll do.
2: We won't even leave. Our, we Like, we if we're around on the 3rd or the 4th, and we know there's going to be fireworks. We will stay home. God, with you're our such dog. a wuss. You're such a.
0: I'm not a wuss. I'm just. I'm, I
2: care more go about the Europe. All right, dog you do You do.
0: If you don't love our country, if you don't appreciate the United States you of guys America, have to then get to go Greece. back to Europe.
2: Yeah, you have to get there. You got to get to Greece. It's
0: incredible. But don't recline your seat. I'm going to go back to, on vacation here in a couple weeks. I'm going back to the Lake of the Ozarks. Again. How many times a year do you go there? About you You've three. been there like three times already. I've been there twice. I usually try and get there three times. Wow. You don't got to get on no plane with Dr. Oz and Sean McVay to get to the Lake of the Ozarks. How, how long is that drive? About five hours. It's not bad. Okay. Yeah. You just give the kids Benadryl and get down there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do not report me. All right. Have a great 4th of July, everybody. We will be back on Thursday. Two guys named Chris here on Iowa Everywhere. Stay safe out there. Iowa Everywhere.